This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. Well, strap in. It's 2021. And when it comes to investing your money, saving your money, uh, planning for retirement, uh, you know, judging by last year, there will be some interesting, uh, well, let's call them challenges in 2021. That's why you need a good investment manager. And Satvir Gill is with the Gill Group thegillgroup.ca, part of Scotia Wealth Management. And Sat is with us now. Good afternoon, Sat. How's it going? I'm excellent, Martin. Uh, thanks for having me, and uh, hello to all the listeners. And, and I mentioned off the top, 2021, you know, compared to 2020. I mean, these are unprecedented times everywhere, but especially when it comes to markets and what we saw last year. And uh, I've got what, what might be, I don't know if it's a, a good question or not, but if you could tell us in one word or maybe one sentence, what advice do you have for people who are concerned about where to put their money and how to, how to protect their money in 2021? One one word would be a, would be a bit tough for sure, but I think it would probably be patience or or stay focused. Um, you know, obviously what we went through is unprecedented and still going through. I mean, the pandemic is not over yet, but yeah, I always say the markets are different every six months, and uh, you have to be able to adapt and understand what's happening and really stay focused on what it is that you're trying to do. Um, and then that uncertainty kind of, you know, melts away a little bit. But yeah, uh, 2020 was just unbelievable. Uh, and I, I hope we never see anything like that uh, in terms of the the bad stuff that's happened, um, you know, ever again. There's lots of good that came out of it, too. But, uh, you know, hopefully we don't have to go through anything like that in our lifetimes again. Yeah. And, and any any uh, investment manager, uh, you know, worth their salt will tell you the worst thing you can do is panic. And I guess in 2020, it was like a lesson in not panicking because the market took this huge drop and then it just came roaring back and anybody who panicked really got hurt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's why, you know, having a focused plan and, and, and having someone that you trust makes a huge difference to be able to bounce ideas off of and, and to, to talk to. Um, you know, if you just listen to the news and the media and the rest of it, you know, the world was coming to an end and you had to, you know, hoard everything and stock up on everything that you could and and um, and sell everything you had. And luckily, you know, um, people didn't do that, uh, unfortunately, for those that did, because, you know, when do they get back in? Um, but, you know, if you're focused and you know what you're doing and you've got trusted advice, you, you made it through and made it through with flying colors. Uh, the markets actually did quite fine. Yeah, because uh, you had mentioned uh, some of the good things that came out of 2020 and the market. Um, is, is that what you were referring to, the fact that they came roaring back or what other good things came out of 2020? Well, I was just reflecting back in, in terms of, you know, being able to spend time with family and, you know, all yeah. those things and, and reflect. And, 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 and part of what we're talking about today is, you know, be able to reflect on purpose and what is it that's really important and, you know, what is it that we are trying to accomplish individually as a family, as a company, as a corporate, you know, all those all the different entities out there. And, and having that time to be able to do that and really get 
clear on, you know, what is our purpose and what is it that, you know, I'm trying to accomplish or, you know, my clients are trying to accomplish for themselves and, and having that, that kind of come to a head where you, you had time to think about it and it was in your face. You, you, you know, you had to think about it. So I think that was the, the good part I was referring to. Markets, of course, I mean, the equity markets, the U.S. markets uh, did phenomenal. Um, and we saw innovation and ingenuity and people coming together to solve problems and sense of community and all these things that, that came out of the, the pandemic hitting us. Um, come to a front and you know we saw five years of growth for some of these companies um, come in in six months right because everything got pushed forward from working from home and, and the digital revolution and all these things um, so yeah it's I think that was some of the good stuff that I was, I was thinking interesting Satvir Gill is with the Gill Group the gillgroup.ca is where you can go. Uh, you can also give them a call, 604-535-4720. Uh, they're at Scotia Wealth Management. Um, and we're going to talk as we go on about your five priorities of any financial plan. You sort of flirted with the purpose. And uh, and that, it's such an interesting thing. It's more than just where do you put your money? It's, it's about a lot of different things. But, Sat, let's talk about, first of all, who needs uh, an investment manager. Sorry, my direct line is actually 604-535-4722. Oh. Um, if they want to just leave me a message directly, uh, that's fine. Um, but in terms of who needs an investment manager, it's not really just an investment manager these days. I wouldn't uh, really classify that. You really need a team. You need a team approach of wealth managers to look at what's going on, what needs to be done, and to assess um, you know, uh, each individual's goals and then be able to put, put a plan and an action plan around it. Just having an investment manager uh, today is, um, you know, I think for most people, not enough. Um, having someone just look after your money, I don't think is enough. In fact, it may, may even be um, to the point where if you don't have all things aligned and everyone kind of working together, you might even be doing some harm to yourself uh, financially. So I think you have a full team approach to it and not just have, you know, one specific person doing just investments for you, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, give, give me an example of if someone comes to you, what's uh, an element of their situation that that they may not think is important to their overall financial picture, but you you take that into account? Yeah, great question. Uh, I'll give you an example. It, one of the things that I think uh, we said on it earlier too is purpose. You know, what is it that you want to accomplish financially? What is it that you know drives you and to get up in the morning and go out and do stuff? And, and it's different for each person. It's different for each person in their stage of life. But I think identifying those things and making sure that you know you've got your future aspirations are going to be taken care of. Your today is taken care of. And, you know, whether it's generational wealth and perpetuating it or it's philanthropy or whatever it may be, having that purpose um, as your, you know, um, true north really helps myself and my team. Because once we know, okay, who are you? What is it? What makes Martin Martin? You know, what is it about Martin that makes him unique? And, and, and what is it that drives Martin? You know, from there, you know, you can work down from there and say, okay, well, you know, this is who you are. This is what you need. 
you know, um, and how do we do that now? And then you get into your goals and, and actually into your needs and, and specifics, right? Well, you need X amount of money to live off of. Do you have enough? You know, do you have enough accumulated already to do the things that you want to do? What does that look like? Um, and we can get into that a little bit more. But, you know, once you can nail that down a little bit clearer, from there, you know, you can have your portfolio come into play and all the other things kind of come into play. But if you don't have the big picture stuff down first, I find it very difficult to then recommend, okay, what you should be doing with your money. Because it, it's really the other way around. Your money should be doing what it is that you're trying to accomplish, right? And, and, and having it reflect upwards. And that's different for everybody. Of course. I mean, your needs and, and what you want to do is very different than, than someone else, right? Um, and, and that goes for institutions too or corporations. But, you know, for individuals, absolutely. Um, you know, your purpose, you know, what drives you, Martin? What, what makes you want to get up and, and go, hey, I want to accomplish something? You know, looking, you know, 10 years from now, what would it be that would make you super happy? And say, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, this is what I wanted and this is what I was able to do. That often involves food, but... Uh... <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> You're not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Satvir Gill is with The Gill Group, thegillgroup.ca. And uh, we're talking about all the different things that go in to to you as a person. I'm talking to our listeners, uh, uh, your financial needs, what you want. And and of course, that brings us to the to the word that I know you're you're a little um, uneasy with this word. And the word is retirement. And and I know a lot of people who are young, they hear the word retirement and they just go, la, la, la. They just turn it off because they're intimidated by the idea. They feel like they'll never be able to retire. Um, but it's important that people actually grab a hold of that concept of retirement, even at a young age. I, am I correct on that? Um, I think that the, the whole concept of retirement has, is changing and, and will continue to change and and I don't like using the word retirement because it's really, it's what's next, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's, you know, it's what's next in your phase of life in terms of when you hit a certain milestone, whether it's, you know, you you've sold your business um, and now it's okay. Well, it's, what's, what's, what's next? People always say, Oh, I'm going to retire. Well, you're not retiring. You're not going to sit on the couch and do nothing. You might for a week or two weeks, maybe a month, <laughs> but it's not going to happen. The majority of people that we work with, they're, they're busier after, you know, they've taken that next step in their life, whether you call it retirement, than they were when they were working. Because um, there's so many things out there to do, whether it's, you know, being a foodie like yourself and traveling and, and or spending time with family or whatever it may be that drives them. But, yeah, absolutely. And having those clear goals uh, will help you with that next step in life. How much do you need to live off of if you want to? You know, travel to Italy. You know, when things open up again, which I'm, I'm, I'm confident that they will. Um, and that's something that you want to do is change, is try different cuisines around the world and actually be there to do it. Well, what does that take? What do you need to be able to do those things? And then, what does it look like today? What do you have to be able to put in place to make sure you can go and live those, live out those dreams and those aspirations that you have in your next step, in your next phase? Um, you know. And we're living longer, Martin. I mean, demographics are super important. It's something that we pay a lot of attention to. And the median, you know, the age, you know, you had 80, before it was 80, 84, well, 80, 84, 85, people are active, you know. Um, They're living well into their 90s. And and that's another thing that you have to look at is, you know, do you have the assets um, and the wherewithal to last 
um, into your 90s, late 90s, you know, uh, God God willing, even later with medical innovation and everything that's coming. So, um, you know, so yeah, you have to take all that into account for sure. Yeah, and I guess uh, the the phrase we're hearing a lot these days is side hustle, and probably <laughs> a lot of people that you're seeing still continue to 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 work in their retirement. They just have something that they do. Maybe it's you know selling antiques or whatever. Uh, yeah. Um, it happens. Are they go back and consult? Are they go back and you know uh, if they've sold the business, maybe they're going in every once in a while and, and helping out the new owners or whatever it may be. But yeah, you're right. People are doing, um, and it, it's more so not because they need it financially. It's they're doing it because it was a, it was a challenge. It's something that they want to do, um, and they approach it differently as well. Yeah, I, I use the 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 example of selling antiques. It's kind of a specific example, but it's my neighbor Frank. He's a retired he's a retired teacher who's obsessed with with antiques, and now he buys and sells really high end antiques, and he loves it. And it's almost like a full time job for him in retirement. Well, good for him. See, it's what's next. Yeah, that was you know that was his his next uh, his next stage and. And um, good for him. Yeah. Good for him for, for discovering that. We're talking to Sat Gill from the Gill Group, thegillgroup.ca, part of Scotia Wealth Management, about, uh, you know, how to, how to invest your money, how to save your money, how to um, just uh, be financially literate and be ready for what's next. And when we come back, uh, we'll talk about putting a plan in place to kind of weather, I, I don't even want to say the storm because it might not be a storm, but just being in the right position to take advantage and, and maybe get some sleep at night. <laughs> that's, that's when we return with Sat Gill from the Gill Group on Vancouver Consumer right after this. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. And this afternoon, we're talking about your financial health with Satvir Gill from the Gill Group, thegillgroup.ca, part of Scotia Wealth Management. And uh, Sat is with us now. And Sat, we we had talked earlier about uh, what you've set out uh, for people in 2021, the five key priorities uh, of their financial health. And you kind of, you sort of uh, talked about the first one, which, which is purpose. And what, how do you define purpose when it comes to, to people's financial uh, situation? Um, thanks, Martin. Purpose is, you know, when, when we're talking with clients, we're trying to uncover purpose. It's usually not a financial purpose that we're uncovering. It's really just purpose in general. And then the finances roll up into that because if you have a fairly, you know, most people understand what they're, they're trying to accomplish, what they want to do, you know, and then through COVID, as we were talking about earlier, people have had time to reflect and, you know, what's important to them and, you know, how they want to see things going forward. And having clarity on that as your, as your you know, your true north, your north star, it, it, it helps because everything else will fall in underneath that. Um, and, and you don't have to, and, and purpose changes, right, over time, you know, Things happen. You, it's just life, mm-hmm. um, and and you have to be adaptable and be able to to, to be able to make shifts and, and, and those types of things. Um, but usually, your true north and, and who you are and, and your purpose stays fairly intact. You know, um, in my case, you know, during COVID and the rest of it, uh, we had time to reflect as a family, and and I and what came to me is one of my things is I really like 
helping people, and, and we do that in various ways. And part of it is feeding people. I rediscovered how important it was for me to be able to help feed people. And that happened with my daughter and I volunteering and delivering, uh, helping deliver truckloads of food to people that needed it. And so that's kind of shifted in me in terms of, okay, you know, this is something that I want to be able to do more of. And to be able to do that, well, you know, the more I, people I can help and they can perpetuate that in terms of what is important to them. And then for myself, in terms of my own giving and whatnot, um, it, it helps me stay focused. So, you know, you have those days, oh, I don't want to do that. Well, you have to do this because you have a purpose. You have to go and help this and you have to go and do this. It just kind of keeps you keeps you motivated to, to a certain extent. And that's a lot different than what most people would expect when they go to see uh, a financial advisor. Uh, if you go to the gillgroup.ca and, and they talk about those kind of things, I mean, um, that's very important to you to, to know uh, about someone's purpose because uh, I think a lot of people would just think, well, they want to know about uh, how, how risk averse I am and what I, how much money I need so that I can live in Bermuda in my retirement. But um, I I guess nowadays uh, a lot of people have different ideas and, uh, and, and this brings us into the second part of your five key priorities, goals and needs. And how, and, and I guess purpose is sort of a, a little bit, uh, you know, amorphous, but goals and needs are getting into the definite nuts and bolts of what you need to, to live out your purpose. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, once we can identify those things, and, 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 and it's all about having a conversation, Martin. You know, we want to work with people, and people work with us for a reason, and we get along and we have fun together and, and, and those things. And I, and I encourage that same with, you know, your listeners and whoever they're working with. You know, you've you got to be able to have those conversations and not just be very focused on just one thing, whether it's returns or what company are we buying or, you know, those types of things. And when you've identified, you know, as we go through the process and, you know, we would do a, a wealth plan uh, with our clients and, and you'd identify, okay, well, how much do you need to be able to do the things that you want to do? Do you have enough? Um, and that leads to other things in terms of, well, uh, you know, if you have uh, enough to live off of already, well, then, okay, what are other things that are important that you identified earlier? And then, you know, how do we go ahead and fund those things as well? So it's just making sure that you've got your needs met for today, you know, obviously for tomorrow, and then any future aspirations too in terms of generational wealth and perpetuating what you have. I mean, people work hard for what they have, and they want to be able to make sure that it's not random. Everything is done specifically that, you know, if if I need 10000 a month to live off of, well, where is it coming from? How am I getting it? And am I depleting my capital? And if I am depleting my capital, how long do I have to be able to live this lifestyle, right? Um, you know, having those wealth plans done really open up everyone's eyes to, oh, I've got enough and I can be comfortable or, oh, you know what, maybe I need to revisit what my reality is and and um, maybe I need a side hustle or, <laughs> or whatever it may be um, to be able to for the for them to do that. In, in your experience, do you find that people come in uh, thinking that they're in worse shape than they are or in better shape? Uh, worse shape than they are, actually. Yeah, we've had, we've been blessed to have been doing this for well over 20 years and uh, been able to work with lots of different people and, and helping them through this process. And, and one comes to mind, uh, you know, he's professional, um, you know, 
mixed uh, the second marriage, you know, kids from both sides, and, and it's like, okay, how am I going to do this? You know, how, how much do I need? And they were just taking excessive risk um, in the portfolio, taking excessive risk and doing other investments. And then we sat down and, and, and we would talk to them probably weekly, right? Um, and we went through, worked through the whole process, took the existing assets. This is what you need. Here's how much you're working for another 10 years. We project that out. This is, you know, what it looks like. Um, this is what your practice is worth if you sell it, you know, and then and then work it backwards to say, okay, um, you know, here's your here's kind of what you're going to end up having, and yeah, you're gonna you have more than enough to earn the income you want to live. You have more than enough, and they were doing trips around the world to help people. They were doing different things, um, you know, with their profession. They're medical professionals, um, and they were able to do that no problem. And what happened is we would hear from from them weekly saying, okay, well, what about this, and what about how about buying this, or you know, I heard this on the news. To we never hear from them at all because. Once we identify that, yeah, you've got enough. You don't actually have to take excessive risk. And I say, like, oh, okay, man, I wish I had done this a lot earlier, you know, <laughs> <laughs> because it takes it out of it. And then that certainty, and then for his wife to know, like, oh, okay, so, you know, he was constantly reading the news or the paper and trying to pick this and pick that. He doesn't need to do those things anymore. It's like, no, he doesn't need to do those things anymore. You guys are fine. You know, you're, you're totally fine. Um, so yeah, it, 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 I think it, it, it's usually they don't people intuitively just think that they don't have enough. Right. Yeah, it's probably uh, kind of a universal human thing. Uh, we're talking to Sat Gill from the Gill Group, thegillgroup.ca, and we're talking about uh, Sat's five key priorities uh, for your financial health. Uh, number one was purpose. Why are you here? <laughs> uh, number two is goals and needs. And, and you can go and see this list at thegillgroup.ca. And uh, number three on your list is having a trusted advisor. And that's you. And uh, I, I guess I, I could see why, because you're already talking about really, uh, you know, trusting in this advisor to know your purpose. That's a lot to tell somebody. Uh, you know, a lot of people expect you just ask questions about, you know, what are your assets and what, how risk averse are you? But uh, tell me, tell me about having a trusted advisor. How important is that? Um, you know, Martin, I've, I've been able to serve on lots of different committees and, and chair different boards and things like that. And I found having, um, being taking the approach of being an advocate is something that comes naturally to me. And I think as an advisor, you know, whoever your listeners are working for, working with, you really want that person to be your, your, your financial advocate. I mean, we have health advocates. Um, you know, I remember taking care of, 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 I'm in the sandwich generation, so my parents were, were quite ill, and taking them to their doctors and, and finding and asking all those questions. And, and, you know, the doctor would say, well, you're their health advocate. And I was like, yeah, I am their health advocate. And then, well, I come back into my own practice and I'm talking to my clients. I'm like, actually, you know what? I'm your financial advocate. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's, it's making sure that, do you have the right advice? You know, is everything that you're doing rolling up into what's needed for you specifically? That it's not a, it's not a, oh, you need to have this product and you need to have this or this new thing just came out. It's not about any of that stuff. It's really making sure that you've got what you need for your goals and needs, which again rolls up into purpose. Mm-hmm. And, and having an integrated approach. I think having an advisory group um, that you know, 
and trust implicitly and they know about you and what they're trying to accomplish for you is so much better. You know, I, we roundtable, when a client comes to us, you know, we'll get their, their planning done and we'll sit around the table, you know, when we sit in the same room um, with, you know, a trust expert, a, a private banker, potentially a commercial banker, um, our, our state specialist, um, obviously our investment side of it, and, and really roundtable and say, okay, what are we trying to do here for this, for this family? And then take that holistic approach, make sure all, all areas of their financial life are addressed, make sure that we can simplify everything that we can, because things can get complex. And, and if you've got that one person that you trust, um, they're able to manage all that for you and really be able to break it down. And in my case, I like having everything simplified to one piece of paper if possible, which lists, you know, all your assets, where they are, you know, what they're doing, you know, in terms of how they're invested, you know, who's got the estate planning done, where's the will, where is it, all those different things that they can pick up a year from now, five years from now, and say, yeah, okay, this needs to be updated, this is right, this is right, or anyone else can pick up that piece of paper and kind of know what's going on. So in order to do that, you need to have that the, the right advisor who has the ability, number one, and the experience to be able to do that for you, um, but also has the, the depth of team and access to intelligence um, to be able to come up with solutions and be creative um, to come up with different solutions and make sure to, you know, try to simplify the complexity of things. Like, I don't know everything, and I'll be the first to admit that I don't. Um, but I got access to really, really smart people, and we can come together and, and come up with solutions yeah. um, to, to many, many things. Um, you know, whether that's paying for kids who are going to school uh, abroad in the U.S., or, you know, we've got lots of clients that have homes in the U.S. or other parts and they need U.S. income. Well, okay, how do we do that, right? And without actually converting dollars on a monthly basis and without necessarily changing everything that they're doing, there's, there's, there's strategies and, and things that if you keep goals in place and, and you've got, you know, the right people around the table that, you know, we can come up with and do some pretty, pretty neat things for families. Right. And that brings us to number four, which is portfolio management, which you're kind of touching on. And in the time left, I really want to talk about uh, the fifth key priority, take action and have fun. Fun is not usually a word associated with this kind of stuff, but uh, you say have fun. That's important to you. You know, you have to enjoy what you do. <laughs> I think if anything through 2020, we've, you know, we've experienced and learned is, you know, if, if we weren't happy with dealing with certain people or doing certain things, I think it was very easy for us to say, you know what, I don't have to do it right now, it's COVID. But in, in reality, we're all human at the end of the day. And, 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 and I think the more, and I say this to my kids too, I have two teenagers, it's like, you know, yeah, you don't like math, but if you can actually envision it as something fun and you're enjoying it and the rest of it, and, and you will enjoy it and you will learn from it, you know. So this whole process, you want to, the team that you work with, whoever it is that you work with, you want to be able to have conversations and, and smile and laugh and, you know, and talk about different things and, and, and be able to enjoy yourself with it. Because at the end of the day, it, it rolls right back up to what, what it is you're trying to accomplish. And if you're not out there trying to have fun and live your life and do those things, well, the rest of it kind of doesn't fit in place either, right? So um, that's just my, my personal beliefs, and, 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 I, and, and it's something that I try to live, live with or live by. Um, the portfolio management piece of it is, is extremely important. Um, 
nothing should be random, and that's why you know people call and say, "Hey, what are you buying these days? Or what do you, what do you, how are you investing? Or what's your asset allocation strategy? Or what, you know, all of that. We have all those things. We've got best-in-class managers. We've, we've got great track record. No issues. I've been managing money for a long time. I know, I know what we're doing. But it really comes back to what your, what the person's needs are and goals are. Right? Mm-hmm. You can't have each person is different. Each portfolio is going to look slightly different. Um, so what you know, one listener is doing, the others should not be doing at all because it just doesn't meet them. So that's why I think it went back to your original question about investment managers. Like if you just have the investment manager, you're missing all the other pieces, and, and, and that portfolio should reflect back to what it is that you're trying to accomplish with your goals and your needs and not have random investments in there. And, and there's lots of different asset classes and strategies and things that can be put in place to really enhance you know, someone's net worth. Um, and it's not complicated. You just need to have, you know, have those conversations so people know what it is that you're trying to accomplish. Well, great advice from Satvir Gill from the Gill Group. And uh, if you would like to talk more, get a hold of Sat at thegillgroup.ca. And there's two L's in Gill. And uh, you can also look on the website these five key priorities. Go over them. And uh, Sat, it was uh, so interesting to talk to you, and I wish you all the best in 2021. Yeah, thanks, Martin. Um, And if you want the, the list, actually, um, we'll have it up on our website, but best to just email us through the contact box and we'll get it off to you uh, as soon as we can. And best of 2021 to yourself, Martin, all the listeners. Happy New Year. And, uh, yeah, have fun. Yeah. All right. And go to thegillgroup.ca. Uh, I'm Martin Strong. This is Vancouver Consumer. And when we come back, it's time to ask Andrew. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.